Welcome to Mystical Person Practical Life with Ellen, where I use my own experience to talk about life, magic, the other world, and everything in between. Just a heads up that episodes vary, so from time to time, topics might be sensitive, disturbing, or triggering in nature, and although mostly clean, sometimes explicit language escapes my mouth, but I hope you enjoy it anyway. Today, I am talking about reactivity. So, this has been coming up for me a lot lately because I have noticed that I have certain things that I encounter in life and certain people that are in my life where I find myself thinking about reactivity and basically just reaction, you know, how we are organically, naturally responding to something. For example, I'm sure just like most of you, I have experienced some very reactive people, some worse than others, sometimes to the point where anytime there's any kind of friction, it's almost like they completely go into this different space and become a different them. And their reaction is so big, they cannot see past it. They cannot see past their initial feelings, their initial thoughts, and they get stuck in that reactive space. Because they're stuck in that space, there's no room for working through the issue. There's no room for compassion. There's no room for forgiveness for the other person to be human and make a mistake. We're going to make mistakes. if. You do one thing wrong or you have one area of of friction and the other person just completely shuts you down, especially when whatever it is that happened is very minor, it can really make somebody feel, or at least it definitely can make me feel as though I'm not allowed to be human and I'm not allowed to make a mistake. And if I do, I'm not going to be forgiven. It makes me feel like... There's nothing I can ever do wrong because this person's just going to walk away or leave my life and be mad at me forever. And that's what they call emotional manipulation. And I'm not okay with that in my life. It also means I'm going to now be involved in this reaction with them and there's nothing I can do. It's completely out of my control. They are the only person who can do anything about that state. They're so blinded by their reactive state It's honestly almost like someone is throwing a toddler temper tantrum. That's kind of what it's like when a toddler is on the ground and they're kicking and screaming and crying and they're just throwing this huge temper tantrum. They don't hear anything we say. They don't understand anything that we're doing. All of it, the rest of the world is shut out. All of it just gets completely shut down because all they can do right now, all they know is that temper tantrum. And that's what it feels like. And I'm in the position where I'm like, I don't mind doing the work with you. I don't mind moving through the friction. I don't mind the fact that I'm human and make mistakes. I'll own it. I will apologize. But we have to move into that space in order for me to do so. We have to move into that space together in order for healing to happen. If you just want to have a temper tantrum, there's not a lot I can do about that. So when you're ready, let me know and come to me. That's kind of like how I feel about it. That makes me look at myself Anytime I encounter stuff like this that I don't like or that bothers me, I tend to do self-study around it and figure out how I'm reacting, right? So what am I doing? Where am I contributing to this reactive state? Where, what am I doing 
to cause or create a trigger for them in any way. Maybe there's nothing I'm doing, but maybe there's certain things I am doing that can be avoided. You know, if I say things in a certain way or with a certain tone, or if I use the wrong words, then maybe there's a way for me to say, okay, I can try this other approach. I can wait to make that point, or I can try to say it in a different manner so that I'm still with that person before they get to that reactive state. Why do I do that work? Because for one, I want to grow and be a better person. I want to know that I can communicate well and that I haven't lost my heart. Compassion and understanding is really important to me. And so that's something that I want to have and I want to be. I think that that's important to my character. But also, the people that are in my life, I love them. There's all different types of love in this world, but if I love you and I care about you, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that you're okay too. I want to know that we can move through friction together. I want to know that when we have struggles in life, that we can have our own way of moving past that. And this is true for all of my relationships, my family members, my friends, my significant others, my romantic relationships, like whatever style relationship, you name it, I'm going to do the work that is required from me in that relationship. So in some relationships, I'm going to work harder than others or I'm going to work in different ways than others because it, it holds a different significance in my life. But I love and care about the people in my life. If that person is in pain and there's something I can do about it, I would like to try. So I have to study my own reactivity. How am I responding to this person's reaction, right? I'm going to have a reaction to that. I'm going to have a reaction to the initial issue that we were having. What is it that I'm doing? Because I don't necessarily want to push my belief or my way of going through problems onto someone else if they have a different way. Maybe they have a different language and different actions than I do to move through stuff. So if I can find that space and move back and forth within myself to figure that out, then that gives me some kind of footing to help us progress into a more positive space. If the other person is doing the same thing, we have double our chances of moving through it. I have had to let certain people in my life go. I have had to say, you know, this isn't healthy for me. And people have had to say that to me. And I think that that's okay. I think it's important to know that our relationships don't always last forever. Whether that is a family, a friend, a romantic person, whatever, not everything is meant to be in your life long-term. Not everything is meant to last forever. We have friends that come and go. We have family members we're really close to, and then maybe we have some distance from for a while. There is ebb and flow to life. It is okay if that is in the relationships too. It's kind of a natural for that to happen. So I'm saying a lot of this to say that reactivity is so important because a lot of times we notice it in the other person without taking the time to pay attention to our own reaction even if our reaction is much smaller or different. A lot of people react by getting quiet and shutting down. That's just as powerful as someone who blows up and starts yelling. And it's it's significant based on who you're going through what with. And it's the same for circumstances. So in my life, I deal a lot with like the practicality of life like everybody does, the, the regular mundane day-to-day things that come up. But I'm also in my witchy world 
and I'm in to the supernatural and that's a part of my life. I'm in to like the universal stuff and that's a huge part of my life. The mystical stuff is a huge part of my life. So when I'm doing that work or when that stuff presents itself to me, again, I'm going to have a reaction to it. I have learned in all these years of working with people, going through these kinds of things, that when you see a ghost for the first time, everybody responds differently. Our initial reaction can vary person to person, and how you move through that space is important. So doing that self-study and trying to figure out, okay, I just had a really crazy spiritual experience, I was meditating, and this and that happened, and now this is my reaction. When you start to learn how you're reacting to different people, different situations, different environments, it gives you information about yourself. It helps you to really hone in what it is that you can do in those moments. If my initial reaction is fear-based, then maybe there's some work I can do on dealing with my fear. If my initial reaction is to completely shut down, then maybe there's a way for me to be a little bit more open and still feel safe, right? There's all these different types of reactions, and the more that we learn about ourselves and are willing to look at ourselves, the easier it becomes for us to navigate different situations. But in addition, it gives us a lot more choices and options in the moment of what we may or may need to do, may or may not need to do, that is. So for me, because I self-study a lot and I pay attention to these kinds of things, I know if I'm noticing that I'm having a particular reaction I now have the tools of understanding what I want to do with it and how to handle it. So for example, if something makes me feel unsafe, my physical body will tend to do certain things. So I know, okay, right now I need to pause what I'm doing. I need to go breathe and ground and clear some energy before I continue to move through this because I don't want to move through this in a, in a space where I feel unsafe. And that will shift my body. And then the rest, the emotional state, the mental state, that's different. That requires different work. But I have those tools now. So I really try to encourage people to do a little bit more self-study when it comes to their reactivity because it's very easy for us to notice it in other people because that energy is coming at us. But sometimes when we're putting that energy out, it makes it really difficult because we're in it. So it's harder for us to really see sometimes because we're so in it that it's just going. And that takes time. It takes effort in being able to understand it and acknowledge it and own it. Sometimes we're reactive in a way that we just don't like and we want to change that about ourselves. And in those moments, the more we own our behavior and tell ourselves, you know, I'm human. I made a mistake. It's okay. I need to move on. The more we apologize and say, you're right, I hurt you, that was my bad, I'm working on that. We have to keep getting the tools. We have to keep doing that work because sometimes saying I'm sorry isn't enough. We need to have the action behind it. Sometimes just saying that's the way I am, I just react that way, is not okay. We have the ability to change that about ourselves. And that's where the work comes in. It's not easy. So When you are in a situation, whether it's with another person or an experience or there's something that you're encountering in a practice or in life, if you can hone in how you react and what that looks like for you and what your body goes through, what your mental goes through, right? What are your thoughts? How are you processing that? What's your self-talk? 
that can change your entire life. You can shift things for the better for your entire life, for your entire being. And I really encourage you to do that. All right. That is it for today. I hope you can work on your reactivity. And until next time. Thanks for listening. I hope this podcast creates something positive for you. Please remember to subscribe. And as always, if you'd like to work with me directly, feel free to reach out. Or if you have a question you'd like to submit for the podcast, you can do so via my website at ellenmcmanus.com.